Coming up on today's show, we finally talk about the possibility of trading for Justin Fields or even Daniel Jones actually has been tossed out there as a potential Falcons QB trade target. So we're going to break all this down coming up on today's show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Falcons today. Before we start talking about Justin Fields and even Daniel Jones, if you end up enjoying today's video, consider sharing with a friend or a family member. And if you share it over on Twitter, tag producer Roly at Nick Roloff. There's his handle right there. And we'll get you a shout out on a future show. Now, let's get right into it, though, and start talking about Justin Fields, because there have been a lot of rumors circulating out there that the Bears could be going a different direction at quarterback after Fields' slow start this season. And, well, Atlanta seems like a perfect fit for the former Georgia native. So, Desmond Ritter, over the last two games, has been awful. I mean, he has turned the ball over four times. He has thrown one touchdown. And his QBR is so bad that I think he would be better off snapping it and throwing it into Lake Lanier every single play rather than trying to complete a pass because so far it has gone to the opposition more than his own team. Ritter has been horrendous, and this was something I was afraid of all offseason long. I wanted to be optimistic, so I try to be half glass full, and ultimately I'm right back to where I was a few months ago, and that is Desmond Ritter might be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, if he's not the worst, He's bottom three, bottom four at best. And so with that, we have to have a harsh conversation. And that is the Falcons are likely going to be going a different direction at quarterback in 2024. I just don't see how Desmond Ritter comes back after this season. Sure, it's early, only four weeks in. I'm probably getting ahead of myself a little bit. But if we don't see a dramatic, and I mean a dramatic turnaround, we're likely going to have a different quarterback in Atlanta. And so if that's the case, one would think Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith might start doing their homework on other quarterbacks. And that brings us to Justin Fields, who I think is likely done in Chicago. But let me know down below, would you move on from Ritter, yes or no? But like I was saying, Justin Fields, I think he is likely done in Chicago. You might see a dramatic turnaround similar to what Desmond Ritter needs to go through. But if things continue at the same rate they are going, or even if it's just marginally better, the Bears are probably going to be going with Caleb Williams or Drake May in next year's draft. And that would put Justin Fields on the trade block. And Justin Fields has not been very good this year. Uh, if you took him in fantasy, no one cares about your fantasy team, but that's really sad because he has been rough to watch, right? 861 passing yards through four games. He just tossed four touchdowns in a massive blown lead against the Denver Broncos. Uh, or three touchdowns, no, three or four, whatever the number is, uh, this past Sunday. But he's got five interceptions. But maybe the most jarring stat is the rushing yards. I mean, look at that. Down to 134 through four games. One of the best elements of his game last season was his ability to be a playmaker and to design quarterback runs. And for whatever reason, the coaching staff in Chicago has completely taken that away from him. And I think that is not doing Justin Fields a lot of doing him a lot of favors, and that's why a change of scenery and a head coach like Arthur Smith could resurrect Justin Fields' career. Now, there have been a lot of big J's out there connecting the dots between Fields and the Falcons. Of course, Fields, like I said, is from Georgia, from Kennesaw, went to Harrison, and maybe he wants to return to his home state. Uh, Greeny over at ESPN tweeted out, if Justin Fields was the quarterback or said, 
If Justin Fields was the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons right this minute, they would be a thousand times better off. And Greeny, I don't always agree with him, but he is absolutely right. I mean, if you had the opportunity to have two buttons in front of you, one of those buttons say Desmond Ritter stays at quarterback for the rest of the year. And the other quarter button says Justin Fields is immediately traded to Atlanta, exclude what it would cost to get him. What would you pick? I would absolutely pick 10 times out of 10 Justin Fields to Atlanta. Fields and Atlanta are a perfect match, right? I mean, what Arthur Smith wants to do offensively, which is run the football, and Justin Fields' ability to be an elusive runner with the football and bring another element to this offense with Bijan and Tyler Algier, chef's kiss. Now, the reason why the Bears, if you're not caught up on things going up in the Windy City, are looking to move on from Justin Fields, it's not just about the way he has played so far. It's the fact that the Bears currently hold the top two picks in the upcoming NFL draft, right? They have their own pick, which is number one, and they have the Carolina Panthers pick, which is number two. So talking about, I mean, failing your way upwards, you could literally win the lottery twice with Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison and then move on from Justin Fields, kind of hit the reset button altogether as a franchise, and Chicago comes out winning, and maybe Atlanta comes out winning with a better quarterback as a result. Now, let's talk a little bit more about Fields because he is not playing all that well right now. Let's just call it how it is, but I do believe there are some good pros to him. He's an elite mobile quarterback. We have seen so many of his highlights from his days in high school all the way to the NFL, his ability to be you know, a Houdini, if you will, in the backfield. He is way too big and way too fast to play quarterback. I mean, you just don't find that type of like overall size and speed at the quarterback position. The cons are he doesn't see the field well. There are just one too many instances on tape of Justin Fields having a guy open in the seam, him not throwing his direction, and then taking a sack as a result. Another con is he appears to be a bit indecisive. I think he's got that Ohio State QB in him where at Ohio State, everyone's open. Ohio State open, right? He's got the best receivers. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. He's not throwing with those guys anymore, and he's not going up against Purdue DBs anymore. So it's not as easy as it was in Columbus, and I think Fields is struggling to understand that someone doesn't have to be wide open to have the ball thrown their way. This is the NFL. Guys don't get that open that often, right? There are often very small and slim windows that you have to fit the ball into, and Justin Fields holds onto the ball too well because he's waiting for Ohio State open, which doesn't happen enough in the NFL, and then he takes a sack as a result. Those are things that I believe can be corrected. Those are things, I think, with good coaching, which Chicago does not have right now. Matt Eberflus is probably the worst NFL head coach. His offensive coordinator, Luke Getz, he's a complete bum. But I think with Arthur Smith in Atlanta, you could see a near 180. So if you haven't already been able to tell, I am in on Justin Fields going to the Falcons if I am Atlanta. Like I said, imagine a rushing attack of Justin Fields at quarterback doing an RPO to Bijan Robinson and then Drake London running a curl out. I wouldn't say that's impossible to defend, but it's going to be a very difficult performance for the defense going up against those types of weapons and the options that Arthur Smith can have at quarterback because I think Desmond Ritter is just burning a, you know, at the very bottom of this candle wick and Justin Fields would be a big upgrade as a rusher and as a passer. So from the Bears' side, it makes a lot of sense. From the Falcons' side, I think it makes a ton of sense. Now, the only question is, when would we see a trade like this go down, right? 
if the Bears want to get Caleb Williams, well, they probably already know they're going to have to trade Justin Fields. So then their question is, when is Justin Fields' value going to be at its highest, right? When do we trade him to get the most in return? Is it right now? Is it after the season? If you wait until after the season and Fields continues to play it the way he's playing, his value is going to go down, right? They're not going to get a whole lot for him. But if they trade him right now, they are sort of signing their death certificates because that is punting on this season altogether and likely going to get some people fired in Chicago. But if the GM gets to stick around for another year, he might not care, and he gets more from Justin Fields right now than he would by trading him in March. So that is definitely something to think about here because I think a trade could happen, believe it or not, if the Bears continue to spiral horribly before the NFL trade deadline on Halloween. But you make the call. If you were in Terry Fontenot's seat over in Flowery Branch, would you want Justin Fields as the Falcons quarterback? Type 1 for yes or type 2 for no. Personally, I would love to see Justin Fields in Atlanta if I'm the Falcons because I think he is a big upgrade over Desmond Ritter. He fits what Arthur Smith wants to do offensively. He's an extremely skilled and talented player. Plus, you've got the homecoming element of what he did for so many great years in high school in Atlanta and then, of course, going to UGA for just a season. I think the stars align for Fields coming back to Georgia. All right, coming up next on the show, we're going to talk about potentially trading for Daniel Jones. There's been some chatter. I think this is more just Giants fans trying to get Daniel Jones out of New York, and they're just looking around going, well, who could possibly need a quarterback? And maybe they'll take our crappy QB. So we're going to talk about that and more in just a moment. But today's show is sponsored by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. If you're trying to catch an upcoming Falcons game or you want to see a Braves playoff game or a concert or any other sporting event in your area, Game Time is the place to visit first. What I love about Game Time specifically is the ability to get last-minute tickets for the lowest price. There's nothing better than a spur-of-the-moment boys trip to a game, and with Game Time, you can do that without breaking the bank. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. They're also obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find the best last-minute seats. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code FALCONSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code FALCONSCHAT at checkout for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We go from one end of the spectrum to not very far down the spectrum, honestly, in terms of bad quarterbacks this year in the NFL. And that lands us at Daniel Jones on this game of uh, shoots and ladders. So Jones has been off to a horrific start for the G-Men. And they very well could be drafting a quarterback like Chicago next year. And similar to the Bears, they could be moving on from Daniel Jones. And right now the Falcons are just the gum at the bottom of everyone's shoes in terms of who could need a quarterback that wants our quarterback because we're going to draft our quarterback. Oh, I know, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Daniel Jones, over the last two years, I don't understand what New York was thinking when they gave him that extension. I think that the Giants winning that playoff game against the Vikings was maybe one of the worst things to happen to them because they locked themselves into Daniel Jones' four-year contract for 
$40 million a season. And he has never looked anything close to $40 million. I mean, his best season when they went to the playoffs, he threw 15 touchdowns. Russell Wilson was ridiculed in tore to shreds last year. And he threw more than 15 touchdowns. I don't know what the G-men ever saw in Daniel Jones, but I'm not interested in Daniel Jones. That's for sure. And I'm going to tell you more about that and why in just a second. But make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you are not already, come hang out with us here at Falcons today. We try to go live as much as possible on game day. But if we can get more subscribers, we can get more studio space, and then we can get you guys more watch parties. So make sure to subscribe. We'll be having a watch party this upcoming Sunday for the Texans game. We're 300 subs away from our current goal of 15,500. So hit that sub button down below. So an NFL reporter from the Broncos that covers just the entire NFL landscape, you might be familiar with him. His name is Benjamin Albright. I think he's got pretty good sources altogether. Well, he tweeted out, Giants are going to wind up with a top five uh, pick and probably Drake May. If I were Atlanta, I might sniff around Daniel Jones. Arthur Smith has a history of rehabilitating a QB with that skill set. Personally, I think Daniel Jones stinks. And he fooled the Giants, and his agent should be hailed as the ultimate deal broker. But I want nothing to do with Daniel Jones if I'm the Atlanta Falcons. One, he signed that four-year, $140, 160000000 million contract. Way too big of a contract for his skill set and what he has produced so far in the NFL. I'm not interested in Daniel Jones, no matter what the situation is. I'm also not interested in him for what his contract is. I mean, look at his contract over the next four seasons. They did the Browns and Eagles move of really low base salary and then jacking up the cap hits later on, knowing the cap always goes up and you can always restructure or add void years. Void years. But I mean, his cap hit, $15 million this year. Next year, it's $47 million. Then it goes down to 41 then up to 58 So if you are a Daniel Jones stan, Power to you. I don't know how you live with that every single day, but if you wanted to get Daniel Jones and you wanted to then move on from him kind of quickly because he's a stopgap quarterback for you, you could get Daniel Jones and then you could get out of his contract in 2025 with only $22.2 million in dead cap hit. So this wouldn't be like a Matt Ryan situation in terms of the dead money coming to you. But I'm just not interested in Daniel Jones, no matter the situation. I just do not think he is a good quarterback in the NFL. I'm not sure how he has managed to stay a starter this long. He definitely has had, you know, an unfair draw in terms of all the injuries surrounding him. A horrible offensive line right now in New York. And Saquon gets hurt and all of his receivers get hurt. But at the end of the day, no one has come away from a Daniel Jones game going, that's a guy that can win me a Super Bowl. Nope, it hasn't happened. I could actually see that with Justin Fields. That might be a stretch right now, especially for what we've seen the last month. But I think Justin Fields, if I had to pick one to win a Super Bowl, would be my selection. So pick a QB for me down below. Justin Fields or Daniel Jones. Type the jersey number or type the initials for the player you would rather see Atlanta pursue if they decide to move on from Desmond Ritter. If you can't tell already, I'll make it abundantly clear right now. Give me Justin Fields, right? If I'm the Falcons and I'm picking between one of these two guys, I'm taking Justin Fields and any day that ends with the letter Y and twice on Sunday. Daniel Jones sucks. Justin Fields sucks right now, but I do believe that he can be good. I think with better coaching that Arthur Smith can bring and a much better offense suited to him, he 
he could really thrive. We also know the Chicago Bears as an organization. They are just cursed. They have never had a good QB. They've never had a 4,000-yard passer. They are just never going to be allowed to have a good quarterback. So the Falcons could take Justin Fields off their hands, and then they wind up with a very talented QB that didn't work out in Chicago for three years, but come down to Atlanta, pick up his fifth-year option, get two years with the Falcons, and then go from there. All right, that's going to do it for us on today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to come hang out with us. We're going to sign off, and we're going to see you all later. Thank you.